Hello, and welcome back to the Sister Seekers podcast. (sighs) Well, I think it's a fun topic today, but I wanted to dive into the topic of personal resources. Before we do, do we want to do a quick life update? Because you have updates. Okay. You just came back from Hawaii. Oh, yes. Yes. I. Yep. Tom and I went to the island of Maui for about a week. And this was like a this was a celebratory trip that has been planned for many months as like a a hooray, we did it, we sold our business. Mm -hmm. And so it had been on the books for a while. It was one of those things where like it was so far, so far in the distance that it never seemed like it was ever going to happen. And of course, as time as time does, it 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 happened, and it was. I think I think it's been my my one of my most favorite trips we've been on, and I've been on fun trips. Like we had yeah. such a great time together in London, mm-hmm. and this was such a different trip because it wasn't a city trip. Yeah, like I think there's two different kinds of trips. You can have your city trips, mm-hmm. and then you can have your like nature trips. Yeah. And this was more of a nature-based trip. It looked so beautiful. It it was, it's unlike any other place I've been. I think the only other, like, really tropical place I've been before has been St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. So I've been to the, you know, Virgin Islands, and this was just so, this was just next level. Yeah. And we went during... January to March is whale is whale season. So the humpbacks come to the warm waters. They have no predators in the waters. And this is where they mate and they give birth. And so we got to see a lot of little baby whales. And then the I mean, this is just the amazing thing about it. You can be on the beach and you can look out in the horizon and you see whale spouts. It's so cool. Everywhere. And you can just keep watching and then you see one breach. And then you can see like a flipper, like they flap their flippers and you can see a little baby pop out and like you just from the beach. That's so cool. I'm so jealous that you got to see that. It was it was just magical and we got to snorkel and the snorkeling was amazing. And we learned to surf and we went on beautiful hikes and the food is so good. It's the most expensive place I've ever been. I will not be going back to Hawaii anytime soon. I mean, I love, I want to, but like, I need to replenish the funds. This was not a cheap trip, and we did. I mean, we we cheaped out. Like, we cheaped out. Like, we stayed in a cheap Airbnb. I mean, it was kind of a dump, to be honest with you. We, you know. Went to the grocery store. We ate like four four dinners in. We never actually went to a fancy sit down restaurant. We ate at food trucks. Yeah, like we did not do it up. Yeah, in a fancy schmancy way. Yeah, not white lotus style. No, no. But I didn't. It didn't. I don't care. Yeah, like I didn't really care to go. I hate dressing up. Yeah, like I didn't want to dress up and go to a fancy schmancy restaurant that just doesn't bring me joy. I'd rather get fresh poke from the grocery store mm-hmm. and take it to go watch the sunset on the beach. Like, yeah. that's more my jam. Fuck yeah. So that's what we did. And now we're back and I'm still kind of getting my bearings. My bearings. It takes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been sleeping great. 
What? So speaking of replenishing your resources, yeah. you have another life update. Oh, I accepted a job. Yes. But not in the traditional sense. Okay. I was kind of particular about the kind of work I wanted to do. I wanted it to be remote. And I honestly, I did not want set work hours. Like I didn't. I didn't want someone checking in like, oh, is she online? Mm -hmm. Is she? So this is a contract position. And because it's a contract position, like there are no, I do not have to attend any meetings. I don't have set work hours. It's simply like get your work done and you're good to go. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, I think it's a really great job to have right now. I I think it's a great transition back into the workforce. Yes. Like it seems like a soft, a soft and cozy transition (laughs) back just because it like, I mean, this, this rest time, this, yeah, I had, I've I've had four months. It's been four solid months of not working and it has just been so healing. Yeah. And I do feel so. I feel different. Do you? I do. And I'm going to write about this in our newsletter, but I did the Ho'oponopono. <gasps> you did. And I was, yeah, I was going to write about doing this, ho- the Ho'oponopono, but, um, which is a, the Ho'oponopono is a traditional Hawaiian prayer. Yeah. It's so beautiful. That you say, that helps you heal and forgive. It's a forgiveness prayer. Yeah. And Yeah. Oh, I love that. I didn't know you did that. Gonna get emotional, but yeah, so that. it it was wonderful. When did you do it or did you make it kind of a practice? No. I I did it when it was one of our I think it might have been one of our last days. It might have been our last day in Maui. And we're just walking the beach. Mm, that's so beautiful. So you did that for the business. Oh, wow. I did. I did. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so big. And you do feel a lot better and a lot more just like you feel like you've released it. I do. I feel I feel such a shift. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's really beautiful. Amazing. Well, I don't have a lot of life updates for you guys. My husband was gone this week for a work trip and Kelly and Tom were gone in Hawaii. And those three are like my lifelines. And (laughs) having all of them gone at once is always kind of sucky because I just I get a little bit lonely. But I had some time alone, which is always restorative. And I started watching season five of Fargo. And if you guys aren't watching it, start it immediately. It's on Hulu. It's so fucking good. And so each season is a different story so you don't have to start from season one to know what's going on you can start with season five which i highly recommend it has john ham and juno temple in it and it's so good and there's so many women powerhouses in it and it's just so badass i loved it i also watched the first episode when nick was gone and i slept with a bat (laughs) next to my bed (laughs) so there's them also flew through the eighth season of Of queer Queer eye Eye. yes you guys i watched every episode of queer eye as well so i 
I am an expert at binging shows. <laughs> so yeah, I did that as well. And I cried at almost every episode of Queer Eye, as one does. Like, oh every. my God, I just, every episode just gets me. So yeah, I cried. I have found every episode or every season of Queer Eye to be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going on, I do believe that like, angels work through people earth angels yeah and that is the fab five i believe that they are doing divine work yeah and you can watch an episode and you can see the impact yeah that they have on these individuals yeah and it is it is truly it is truly beautiful. And that's why it's so emotional. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's pure. It is pure love. Yeah. I'm the same. I, I cried every episode. I think it's not just the love that they show to the person that they're with that week. It's like the love that they have for themselves because they're just like mirrors for everyone. And it's just so beautiful and i need tan to help me with my wardrobe so badly i don't even know like i live every day in the same pair of like sweatpants and athletic wear i don't know what you got i don't know what people call it i need so much help (laughs) like my wardrobe is sad that is exactly what i was telling tom i was like I would give anything. Mm-hmm. I would and, and I would give anything to hang out with them for a day. Yeah. Like and to have Tan's help and to have Jonathan's help with like yeah. my hair. I know. And, and like makeup. I don't even know yes. what I'm doing. Like yeah. just help me look pretty, please. And like Bobby, like just jazz up my space. Yeah. And like Anthony, like so, okay, can, can I just talk about Anthony's arms? He's getting so jacked. He is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he cooks is just a bonus. I just love looking at him. He, and he's so cute. I know. Like, you just feel like you could be best friends with him right yeah. away. And Karamo is just a beautiful human. I know. And they're just, I, I, there's... I think Karamo could ask me just what any question and I would immediately start crying. Yes. Because I just feel like he sees people in a way and immediately gets to the heart of the issue and, like, what's going on. I feel like he would just, like, ask me something and I would be like, I feel so seen that I'm – and then then I also feel so vulnerable and now I'm scared and I'm going to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I would – but I would say that for all of them. Yeah. They're all just, like – they ask ask such wonderful questions and they listen. Yes. They're so good at, like, taking a step back and mm-hmm. just, like, listening. Yeah. It's interesting, too. This is making a great transition because we're talking about I, what they all naturally – Their resources. Their resources. They yeah. have these wonderful personal resources that they know and they've tapped into. Yes. And they've made a wonderful living from them. I will say that what you said, how they see people so – like at their core, they can really see people. I remember watching an episode and I think it was one of the, it was it was a man person they were with for the week and he had his daughter come in and she introduced herself to them and they were all just like staring at her and like asking her questions and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I 
feel so uncomfortable for her because if I were that person in that position and I had all five of these men like staring so intently at me and listening to everything that I was saying, like I would feel so uncomfortable and like so vulnerable. And and I thought that was a very interesting thing to have come up because I was like, this is why I don't like celebrations. This is why I didn't have a wedding like public speaking, public speaking. I won't do it. I'm horrified of it. And it's all because I hate having people see me, like having all eyes on me. It makes me so uncomfortable. And that's why when I was watching that, I was like, I'm so uncomfortable for her. Like I would be bright red. My face would be bright red and I would be sweating and I would just be like, get me out of here. I agree. (laughs) I absolutely agree. Yeah. It's even I, I feel that way sometimes when I see someone out and about. Yeah, And I wasn't expecting to see them in that environment. Oh, my God. It ha- I get so red. And I'm and like, I oh, no. Flustered. Why am I red right now? Yes. Why am I so hot? Flustered. Like, yes. like, you get flustered. And because I don't know. Like, it's also something I hate about myself. I wish that I was always calm, cool, collected, like nothing could throw me. And I am the opposite. I would disagree. I think we're getting I think we're both getting better. I really do. I think, yes. And we've always been, you know, like we've always been kind of easily, we're, that's why people like to, like everyone's, you're so easy to make fun of because like (laughs) we're easy to like, like I have gotten that like my whole life. Like, like we love picking on you. Yes. You're so fun to pick. You're just so easy. Yeah. And it's true (laughs) because like, it's easy for me to like fluster. Yeah. Or get embarrassed. But I also think that's getting so much better. And I think it is a maturity thing. And the more that you feel secure and just like kind of confident in your skin, because I have noticed that about myself bumping into people. It's like, like I don't. Yeah. It is a little bit more. It's easier to to just, you know, accept. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm seeing you in an environment that I don't see you. Or, you yeah. know, I think it's always hard, like, seeing a a person you work with. Yeah. Or someone in a, you usually see in a very professional environment. Yes. And you see them when you're out on a run. Mm-hmm. Or you, when you're in your space, in your time. Yes. Because you feel almost like you're a little bit infringed upon. Right. Or, you know, you're with your partner and, you, you know, you see someone out yeah. who you know professionally. It, it's just like, it, it's like mixing worlds. Uh-huh. And sometimes that can be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but. Yeah. I oh, mean, my gosh. We've gotten off track. But kind of, but not really. So I, the reason why I wanted to is I wanted to chat about personal resources because it's something that I I had read about. I had read about personal resources or just resources in general. And I like to read – I have the Chani app on my phone, and I kind of just like to – they Okay, do explain kind of, what the Chani app is. Yeah, so the Chani app is – so Chani Nicholas is an astrologer, mm-hmm. and she's gotten really quite – I feel like she's gone quite big. She yes. has been on lots of podcasts. She has a beautiful business and she has a wonderful app. Yeah. You guys download it if you don't have it on your phone because it, even if you don't do the paid version, you still get your daily horoscope and it is 
eerie, like how spot on it is for me almost every day. Yeah. And you can input you, you know, you can input your date of birth, time of birth, location, and it'll show you your birth chart. And yeah. and it's just something where like if you're like in slightly interested in astrology, just kind of fun. Yeah. But anyways. It's just another way to get to know yourself, I think. Yeah. I one of her she she mentioned, I feel like in she mentions resources a lot. And more specifically, like your personal resources. And I was like, I don't think I even know what that means. Yeah, I don't. Or I didn't. And I was like, I always equated resources to financial. Like, what what kind of money do I have in my bank account? Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, so I started to do a little bit of reading. And you're right. There are a lot of different resources out there. There are, you know, you have your monetary financial resources, you have your social resources, mm-hmm. which are, you know, can be your professional connections or even just your friends. And more, I kind of like dove into the, what is the exact definition of a resource anyways? Like, what does this even mean? Mm-hmm. And like more of the traditional dictionary definition of resource can be a stock or supply of money, materials, staff, and other assets that can be drawn on by a person or organization in order to function effectively and then a second definition is an action or strategy which may be adopted in adverse circumstances. Right. So that's just the definition of resource. Mm-hmm. But today I want to dive into personal resources. Okay. So personal resources can include motivation, interests, mental, emotional, or practical abilities character traits, values, experience, education, and even just your physical condition. These are all personal resources. And you also had a definition that you kind of liked as well. Yeah, let me bring it up. So there are resources called psychosocial resources. And those are the skills, beliefs, talents, and individual personality factors that influence how you might manage a stressful event. So I liked that definition too. I feel like both of these definitions kind of pull from like, hey, you can fall back on these in a tough time mm-hmm. or, you know, in a situation that is less than is less than ideal. Yeah. So these are things that you embody, you've been through, you ultimately own. They're yours. Yeah. No one can take them away from you. You've developed them through the experiences you've had in your life, mm-hmm. the jobs you've had, the relationships you've had, the lessons you've learned. You you've gathered them and we all we all have a myriad of resources to draw upon yeah and i think one i wanted to like define like what the heck they are but then i also wanted to dive into like well why are these even important to know and i think that especially during this during this time of being between like ending a chapter for me professionally and certainly having really no clue about what that next chapter is, you're sitting in such a big liminal space. Mm -hmm. You're neither here, you're neither there. 
There is no clear vision. It's uncomfortable. I think, you know, even just the conversations I've had with with family, with with acquaintances, you know, the constant question of, you know, what's next? Surely you have a plan. I think those questions can create doubt in in where you are in your life and it can make you kind of wonder what do I have what do I have to provide to anybody or anything how will these skills even translate that I have it just it I think that you often question your abilities and what you've done mm-hmm. and i think that being able to sit down and like think about how far where are you right now in your life what got you here what experiences have you had what sort of character traits do you have that you can always fall back on and i think it's a way of being able to settle in to trusting you will you will figure it out because you have before Mm -hmm. you've done it in the past you've gone through you've gone through x so you can get through here i i just think it's important to to be able to like physically look and read what these what these things are to remind yourself inevitably in the times where you have a breakdown, mm-hmm. there's doubts, to just know that, like, hey, you've been here before, you've gotten through this, you have these traits, you can fall back on them, and they will help you in the future. Yeah. I think also, and I think you touched on this a little bit, is these are things that no one can take away from you. You know, like, I've been laid off four times. Like, my job can be taken away from me in a blink of an eye. You know, even finances can change in the blink of an eye. You know, like, stuff happens in life where things change very quickly. And these are things that no one can take from you. And it that's very powerful. I think it gives you some power back and does help you trust yourself just a little bit more. I I also see these as like they're not hopes and dreams. Yeah. They're not wishes. They're not they're not affirmations. Yeah. They're not mantras. They're 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 tangible. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that we can we can back up. So with that, I I think sometimes it's always helpful to know like well okay, so what? Like what are some examples? So I just wanted to share, I kind of sat down and thought about a few examples just from my life and, and things that I have drawn upon in this time yeah. that I've that I've been in that has been that's been helpful. Mm-hmm. Because dang, there has been a lot of doubt. There has been a lot of there's been, I mean, <laughs> there's been a lot of rejection, uncertainty. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought we could kind of like kick it kick it back and forth a little bit Mm -hmm. but one of the one of the resources that i feel like comes very easily to me is curiosity Mm -hmm. i see that as a resource because i think that curiosity is something that you need in order to make new friends and continue to seek continue to seek 
I guess. You need curiosity to help carry you, to continue to carry you on. If you're not curious about stuff, like, I, how, how boring. Yeah. So I do, I do see that as, as a resource. I think it's definitely connected to your growth mindset as well. And I see growth mindset as another resource. Yeah. The being open to learning and trying new things. Um, like even I just think about this as like going to learning to surf. Yeah. I feel like Tom and I had shared people. Are, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do in Maui? Yeah. And one of the things that we had booked for a while was a surf lesson. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many people were like, oh, my gosh, I could never. Sure. Oh, yeah. that would be so scary. I would never do that. Or yeah. and and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it is going to be scary. I was terrified. I yeah. was so nervous. Yeah. I was like, I was praying. I was like, oh, God, please keep me safe. I don't want to yeah. drown. And like, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't drown. We were in waist deep water. <laughs> I remember us being in Australia and we're, we're like in the wet Sundays and we were watching and like we could have taken surf lessons and we just chose not to. I mean, you know, we didn't at that time. So I think because we were also terrified back then, but I feel like... That was also our very early 20s, and we've grown so much. I would definitely do it now, but back then I wouldn't have. So it just goes to show, like, you know, we've grown that part of ourselves. So we're so much more willing to try stuff now. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's one of the – and it's going to be the things that's going to stick out in my mind now is having yeah. that experience. And, like, there are going to – of course, like, of course you're going to wipe out. Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to wipe out a ton. You're going to stand up, too. And there's also going to be those beautiful moments where you're like, I'm surfing. I'm surfing. Oh, my God, I'm surfing. And yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Like, it's it just it was so it, it was it was so much fun. And but like, if you're right, if I kept telling myself like, oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. No, I have the ability. I'm going to lean back on the fact that like I have the ability to learn new things and I'm going to suck at them. Yeah. And that is fine. Yeah. Because that is living. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that you lean when you look into things that you you want to try new things and they scare the shit out of you. Lean back on your on that resource. Like I can push past fear. Mm-hmm. That's another resource. Yeah. Being able to push past fear to do something that's gonna excite you, like jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. Like skydiving. Skydiving. Same thing. <laughs> we were scared shitless. I don't think I've been that scared before. I was so fucking terrified. Yeah. And like being, I mean, in that experience, like flying up in that little tiny plane <laughs> where you're sitting on the floor, your knees are touching each other. Yeah. You're and they were like, who's gonna go first? And I was like, I want to go first. And you're like, I'm gonna go first. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> and so watching you, watching you jump out and and just plummet to the earth. Yeah. And then <laughs> me having to be like, I have to do that now. Yeah. I have to do that. Like I'm like, well, ugh, here goes nothing. Yeah. Like that's just that's just that's a resource like that being able to push past your fear yeah. to because you're like I want that experience. Yes. I'm not going to let fear dictate whether or not I have that experience or not. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah. That's and I mean that's not only doing scary shit. Like that's like that's applying to a job mm-hmm. that you don't think you're qualified for. Yeah. I'm going to push past that little bit of fear. 
because I want that experience. I want to be able to have that opportunity. Like that is something everyone can sit back on Mm -hmm. and know. And like every little thing that you do where you push past that, like it gets just a little bit easier. And you're also that you're creating an identity for yourself. I'm the type of person that yeah can push past my fear right so that's huge another example that i can think about is discipline oh yeah that's a big one being able to commit to something and see it through yeah that's a resource so if you are a person who's ever signed up for a race if you are a person who's ever done a challenge and and seen it through i mean Anything that requires you to wake up and do the thing mm-hmm. every day, that's discipline. Yeah. And that's resource. Resiliency, that's a huge resource. If you can keep going when the going is really hard. Yeah. That's a huge, I mean, that's a huge resource. I think about that with you know showing ugh, it's small it's small business ownership but too i mean in a yeah. nutshell is right. resiliency right i mean it's going through grief yeah it's going through grief and still showing up for your job yeah still like showing up for life when you really don't want to and when you really would just rather stay in your bed all day and not talk to anyone mhm that's a that's another one resourcefulness yeah if you're the type of person who can be scrappy yeah who like who can be a minimalist who doesn't require who doesn't require a lot of i don't know i mean fancy creature comforts Mm -hmm. like that's that's a huge quality. Like, that's a huge resource that you can lean back on. I mean, when you had mentioned, like, hey, like, you can lose your job. You can lose that financial stream. Mm-hmm. If you know that you've had experiences in your life that have have caused you to be scrappy yeah. and have caused you to be resourceful, you can lean back on that experience and be like, hey, I got through it then. Yeah. I can do this again. I think also just, I mean, I haven't had a paycheck in several months, and the only reason I'm still able to pay my bills is because I am a minimalist. Mm -hmm. I don't have a nice car. I don't have a car payment. My car is very old. It's paid off. Like I, I don't have to have new things. I haven't gone shopping for myself in months besides like groceries and toiletries. (laughs) Like I am very much a minimalist and I don't feel like that takes away from my life in any way, like not having these fancy things. Like that is definitely something that because I don't require all those things has allowed me to have a bit of a safety net in my bank account that has allowed me to pay my bills when I'm not making any money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I I think about also if you are the type of person who has a religion or spirituality, 
Yeah. That's something that you will lean on on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like you had said before, like if you have that, if you have that belief that you are divinely led yeah. and divinely held and you are never alone, that is that is something that will always provide comfort in the dark hours. Mm-hmm. I think if you're the type of person who's kind of done a lot of inner work and you are starting to understand your needs. Yeah. And your patterns and kind of why you do the things that you do. That is a huge resource. No one can take that from you. Those are lessons that you have with you for life. Mm-hmm. And along, if you're the person who's kind of done done that inner work, understand, yeah, like you said, your patterns, your needs, and you have designed self-care practices and you've implemented them on a regular basis that's a that's a resource right there mm-hmm. like even when a shit hits the fan you still can take care of yourself that is huge yeah i also i mean i also think it's good to mention that like every <laughs> i mean every class you've taken every podcast you've listened to every youtube video anything that is like educational in any respect any certificate you've gotten any degree you've gotten those are all personal resources that you can draw upon oh gosh every like all of the experiences the years of experience that you've accumulated professionally i mean in the years of experience <laughs> we've had in life mm-hmm. like those are all things that you can draw upon so those are just a few examples and like i had said i just kind of like i pulled up my notes app on my phone and i just started to think about you know what what life has brought so far and what i what i possess and I just started to kind of write those down. And like I said, I just think these are so, these are really helpful to read and to go back to when there are those times of doubt. And you you have that voice that starts to really kind of say not great things and starts to cut you down. That is not That is not the voice of truth. And it should never be taken as such. You have these tangible things and no one can argue with them. And I think that's incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really beautiful. I just, it makes me reflect on this week. I had a really tough day. <laughs> I cried a lot. <laughs> but the day after, I was able to kind of regroup and pulled upon some social resources, reached out to a couple people and just felt 
so much better and so supported. And now I'm the one getting emotional. (laughs) It's just so comforting to know that you do have things to pull upon when you need them. And it's just such a great reminder that you have people in your life who are there for you. Yeah, I agree. I I also think it's, it's so wonderful to, because uh, I know, obviously I know you so well, and I know that when you're having a bad day, I know that you are having a moment in time and I'm going to I'm just going to let you, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let you have your day because everyone needs that. I'm like, I'm going to let her spiral. I'm going to let her like say what she needs to say. And I'm just going to let her cry. And I am not going to interject just like our last podcast. I will not say any unsolicited advice. Yeah. I'm just going to let her do her thing because I know you have the resource of resiliency. I know that the next day you're going to be in action mode and you will have pulled yourself out of it and you will have figured it out. I do think that is like one of my personal resources, not just the resiliency part, but the part where when I do have that day where I break down, I allow it and I indulge it. Yes. And I cried out. I mean, I cried numerous times throughout that day. Like, I cried and then I was fine. And then a few hours later, I cried again and then I was fine. And then I cried again. There was just like, I needed to do that. And like, I know that about myself too, where it's just like, if I am in a mode where I am like, I'm deeply in grief or I'm just having a really tough time. I fucking let myself and I don't judge myself for it. Like I just allow it to move through me. And I think that that is really valuable. I don't think that's commonplace for a lot of people. I mean, and I I know that because I'm sitting in grief group. I'm co-facilitating this grief group for the next few weeks. And I see that. I see people who don't allow that space for themselves to feel really tough feelings that are really hard to move through. And it's a detriment to them being able to release and move on. So I do think that's one of my resources as well, is just allowing myself to feel. Absolutely. And I also, I had a, I was on the phone with our mom and she was telling me about a situation where, you know, grandpa just passed. And so our mom's dad just passed away and they are going through, they're kind of, you know, divvying up assets. And there was a very heated exchange with my grandfather's late wife's family, really kind of coming in and be vultures and really wanting feeling like they've got a stake in mm-hmm. in what's you know being divvied up and it it would got inevitably with family and money it gets nasty and our mom had a lot of emotions and a lot of anger surrounding that exchange and she was like you know I'm not going to engage but 
I really want to say this and I really want to say that and I'm just so angry. And I was like, mom, be angry. It's okay to not engage. I get that. And it's probably very <laughs> a very smart thing to do. But don't not feel that. Don't push it down and push it away. Feel all of that anger and all of that frustration and write the letter. Write what you want to write. Say everything that you want to say to her. And then burn it. Yeah. Like get it out of you. Yes. Because that anger and those those really ugly, nasty feelings that we all have as humans. They live in the body. They do, and they will make us sick. Yeah. And it's just like you don't have room for that. Get yeah. it out and and then be done with it. Yeah. And and that's what crying does. Yeah. And that's what having a a a day to allow yourself to feel all of that nasty shit and let it move through you mm-hmm. and let it be on its way. I agree with you. I think you're you're so good at that. And I'm glad, I'm very thankful that we have each other to allow yeah. each other to do that. Allowing someone the space is huge. Nick is amazing at that as well. Like that whole day that I was just crying, like he just gave me that space. He didn't try to fix it. He just listened if I wanted to talk or he just sat there with me. And just being someone that can be comfortable being next to someone who's having really tough feelings, like that's a resource. Mm -hmm. Like being comfortable enough to allow someone to express and to to cry is it's really beautiful and it's such a gift to that other person too i agree well i hope that this can help kind of spark some ideas about what your own personal resources are Mm -hmm. and like i said you know write it down know that they are always available to you to draw upon whenever you need Thank you for listening, guys, and until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Sister Seekers podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at sisterseekerspodcast at gmail.com. If you felt connected to this episode, make sure to click follow on our show page so you never miss a future episode. Please leave us a glowing review and share with your fellow seekers. Until next time.